0: Maggie, what do you need? What do you need?
1: I need attention. I need you to get me away from this other dog. This hell spawn that you brought into our house. <laughs> I feel like it's, that sometimes. It's so funny because Maggie is a little older, so we had to we had to take out some of her teeth because her teeth have never been real good. And we got this, there she is, little <laughs> precious girl. Oh. Uh, and then we got this puppy who is a maggie is a loss of opza. and then we got this pucky pucky who is a basset hound Golden retriever mix and she's just Cute. she's dummy thick uh, <laughs> and she's just a she's gonna be a big girl uh but she likes to play very rough with our seven pound maggie uh and maggie is not about it And Honey has been able to make Maggie make noises that I've never heard a dog make before. (laughs) Like, Maggie is trying to defend herself, and so she'll, like, grab Honey's throat with her fangs, which are non-existent, and she'll and she'll go, <laughs> 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 because she can't she can't bite her, so she's trying to like scare her away from her. And Honey's just like, this is fun. Let's do that again. <laughs> and Maggie's like, I'm trying to kill you, you idiot.
2: <laughs> it's a very fun relationship. Hello, friends. This is Phil Montgomery, and you're listening to Tales to Inspire.
1: swoops in. After bringing Soviet Russia to its knees, the superpower Nazi has come to Sicily to repel the Allied invasion. Now Crystal Gazer and Omission find themselves in a dangerous situation, paired up against a being that outclasses them in power. Will the heroes flee, or will they sacrifice themselves to give their allies more time? As we open this issue, of Tales to Inspire. We see a little yellow box that says Oh shoot, what was the name of that <laughs> stupid town? I really should look up things before I start talking. Nah. I'm cool. so excited to like I'm so excited to like do the thing that I forget what we're doing. Lakata, that's what it is. Uh so the little yellow box in the corner says Lakata, Sicily, July nineteen forty three. And we see Lakata Sicily in flames. We see Abrams tanks with the cannons twisted and bent at awkward angles. We see uh, the remains of crashed Royal Air Force airships littering the field. We see hollowed out buildings with raging flames coming through the windows and through breaks in the rooftop. And then we see an American half-track idling in the middle of the street, with Omission in the driver's seat, Crystal Gazer right next to him. And then in the next panel, we see Ubermensch standing over the dead bodies of Lady Crawler and Pin Dragon. His eyes glowing red, staring at you. Omission and Crystal Gazer, what do you do? Put it in reverse. <laughs> nope <laughs> nope 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 yeah so we have panels of you going in reverse yes. uh, and we see Ubermensch lets go of Lady Crawler's neck and lets go of the hilt of Excalibur in Pendragon's chest and is just striding towards you no rush no hurry
3: uh so are we aware of Ubermensch like
1: before this point you, I mean, he's been in the newsreels. He has been in the newspapers. Uh, his his first public appearance was at the Berlin Olympics, uh, and Hitler, like, he he was the one who lit the Olympic torch, and it was like this big deal. He flew, he hovered down out of the sky, took the torch, and threw the torch to the side and like lit the brazier on fire with his eyes, uh, and it was like this huge deal, and everyone was talking about it, and it was like. It was a statement of Germany's power even before the war and invasions began. So, like, Übermensch has has been known for a long time.
3: Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, we're backing up. Is that what's happening?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, omission. Uh, uh, I think he's going to roll out of the car and try to hide so that Übermensch uh, <laughs> forgets him because... Yeah, I mean, he could save himself, but he can't save you. <laughs> Sorry about you. Door opens, Roll so, out.
3: <laughs> so uh, Crystal Gazer, seeing, seeing omission roll out, Um, she steps out of the vehicle and gives her best big smile. Well, Ubermensch, is it? Fancy meeting you.
1: Okay, I think we have two rolls going on right now. Well, I don't know if we have something. Omission, you're definitely rolling a sneak around. Yeah. (laughs) So please roll plus maneuver. Sneak around and find out. (laughs) Sneak around (laughs) and find out. Okay, this is two D twenties, right? That sounds no
3: (laughs) I think and I think maybe I'm assisting. Maybe that's what I'm doing is I'm realizing that maybe maybe he's gonna try to
1: Yeah, I like that? Okay, so uh, you are aiding or interfering with Omission's roll, so go ahead and roll plus your bond score with Omission. I should have built our bond a little bit more.
4: <laughs> oh.
1: Wink.
3: Uh, yeah, no, I'm not helping at all.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, I got a nine. <laughs>
3: I rolled a, nine. a five. It's a five.
1: Okay. So on a seventh or nine, choose one. You must leave something behind or be discovered. You're spotted, but you get the drop on them. Or there's something here that you didn't plan for. Which one of those do you choose? Uh, I think I leave Crystal Gazer behind. That's what I leave behind. Okay. Uh no, I, but yeah, I think I leave something behind. Maybe my knife. Uh my only okay. weapon.
2: Okay, definitely, say- yeah i was gonna say you could burn you could burn a bond with crystal gazer to be to get it in and be
1: good Ooh, oh you definitely could oh let's do that because yeah she let me down <laughs> <laughs> like the worst she let you down yeah how okay do I, how so do i burn this because yeah i am i am displeased yeah crystal so, <laughs> gazer just like uh uh-uh.
4: i tried you
1: didn't try okay so go ahead uh you're gonna uh, step your bond clock forward with Crystal Gazer. I, narratively, this makes sense because you are abandoning Crystal Gazer, and that's going to definitely put a strain on your relationship with her. <laughs> Why but do I say it like that? Like, yeah, because you're leaving her behind, you roll a 10 plus and get away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So Omisha just rolls out and ditches. Uh, and Crystal Gazer, you're, you're standing there with... The, uh, the ubermensch in front of you just, just still walking towards you stepping over the, uh, the rubble that he has created
3: oh man a few words I, I guess that's admirable and uh, she uh, then like sort of takes this stance this sort of like uh, hands on her hips like uh, one leg slightly farther back than the, than the other one and she is going to concentrate on penetrating this ridiculously strong man's mind and try to st- try to get him to stop
1: okay, so it sounds like you are rolling an influence someone uh well let's see influence someone or seize control do 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 uh no when you want someone to do something for you and you have leverage over them or have a good reason for them to do so influence someone no you don't have leverage over him so let's say yeah let's t- 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 let's do a seize control seize control so let's roll plus your influence
3: okay that's an 11
1: Wow, an eleven, so on eleven you do it um, so what what does this look? What does using your power look like as you do this
3: yeah she's she takes this pose, she looks him straight in the eye, and you see this sort of um think like uh, the connection between the wands and Harry Potter when they do the the spell and it's like. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like that it's like comes out of her eyes and just like goes straight into his and it looks like this like dark blue like aura of swirling energy moving into
1: his eyes I like it and he like stops mid stride uh, his one foot in front of the other his fists clenched at his side and we see like consternation on his face he stops He is not happy about it.
3: Uh, (laughs) She's just holding him there because she's like, (laughs) I mean, she could throw big things at him, but, you know, he's a strong boy.
1: He's a strong boy. Is is there like, (laughs) what can we do? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, you're holding him there. Uh, how uh, uh, How like Paralyzed is he Um I mean he's just He's stopped
3: He's stopped in his tracks So knowing what I know About Ubermensch based on like Media uh-huh. Would throwing Heavy objects at him Harm him or would it just be like, he threw a ball at his face?
1: <laughs> you, uh, you're not sure. Uh, I mean, he all, all that you have seen of him is what like Hitler wants people to see of him. Mm. Like, on the front lines, destroying, killing, just a strong, invincible figure. I, I know what I'm going to do. All right? It's okay. a two-part plan. It's a two-part plan. Okay, Uh, because I I got a 10-plus on that, so I still have my knife, right? Yes, you do. Okay, yeah, so I want to... uh, I assume there's dead people around and such, so I want to get, like, an American grenade, Um, Uh and I would like to sneak up behind him, cut open a slit in his trousers, and then shove that grenade right up his ass. Like, pull the pin and go, (laughs) wham! (laughs) Like, as I am going arm deep like as far as i can up his ass with that grenade um so that is my two-part plan okay uh you find the grenade let's see if you can shove your hand in his ass let's roll a take the risk with uh, roll plus smash i feel like if i fail like his his he's been doing kegels (laughs) like, <laughs> I think their arm belongs exactly. to him now. Yeah, he just snaps my arm off with his ass. Like, oh my god. Uh, if I could go one way, I think that would be it. Uh, that'd be a good character death. Okay. Come on, Dice Gods. I've never asked for anything more than this. I'm going to smash that
4: ass. Oh, man.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Eleven. At eleven. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So, you do that thing you said. (laughs) Yeah, but can you repeat it to me? Because I... Oh, my God. You shove a grenade up the Ubermensch's ass. (laughs) Yep. Thank you. (laughs) And... There and you roll away as there is an explosion, and uh he definitely takes damage. Oh,
3: he takes damage! <laughs> damage? Like he's dead?
1: <laughs> no.
3: No, my God! Uh, no, but, <laughs> like you just made the worst enemy.
1: I
0: no, right? <laughs>
1: like. He should be dead. I'm like, oh, he
0: is f-. coming for you. Yeah,
1: this is Dude. the worst. You don't shove your arm up <laughs> Mitch's ass and live. <laughs> uh, no, you don't. Uh, so, uh, with that and like with just the indignation and the pain that he is feeling, uh, you feel his will crash against yours, crystal gazer. Uh, and I need you to roll uh, another seize control. <laughs> Please. Or actually, cancer. you know what? Uh, I don't know. Because breaking minds and wills uh, is borderline for you. Uh, right. And then controlling bodily functions is not something you have access to yet. Right. Uh, but it is possible with your move set. So I actually want you to roll a push push Um, uh, is controlling bodily functions is that simple is it difficult or or is it borderline where does it fall on like the scale of difficulty for you
3: um well let's define bodily function right are we saying like moving your body or are we saying like I can make him pee his pants (laughs) or like
2: make his heart stop beating yeah yeah, I, th- I,
1: I don't, I don't know. I think controlling bodily functions. I mean, that's how you worded it, right? Uh, so I think
3: all of the above.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because you're a difficult power you have is control over others' thoughts. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like this would be a borderline power. Is there for you? anything I could do to help her in this? You cannot help with a push because it is entirely dependent on her ability to use her powers. Okay. Right. If she fails, my relationship with her is going to, like, it's not going to go well. <laughs> right. Okay. So
3: I think if I remember correctly, the the thought process behind this was breaking minds and wills is borderline um, because for her, controlling a mind is easier than controlling the mind to do something right so telling the mind what to do is one thing Mm -hmm. but telling the mind to stop the heart beating is another functionality Uh does that make sense yeah um it's probably along the lines of borderline just given that
1: yeah that's what i was thinking too yeah okay so uh this is a borderline power we're gonna roll to see if you can i mean if you, if you roll well enough, this will be an unlockable power or an unlocked power that you have. And you can just use at will along with all your other powers. Um, so you're just you're just rolling. You're not adding anything to this. You're just rolling 2d6. If you get a 10+, plus, you get to add this power to your uh, power profile. Uh, if it's a 7 through 9, you can do it, but the effort will exhaust you. You will take 3 stress if it was borderline and you cannot add it to your power profile. On a okay. zero through six, you will take the stress as per the seven through nine move, and the EIC also makes a move. So go ahead and roll those two D6. Let's see what happens.
3: Come on, baby. Seven.
1: A seven. So you're going to take three stress, uh, and you're not going to be able to add this to your power profile. What stress does that put you at now?
3: Uh, That is four stress
1: okay for stress okay um so you you manage to hold him in place as he is trying to break free and he through gritted teeth how dare you you american dogs you deceitful rats
3: Um, you see Crystal Gazer has, like, hunched over, her shoulders are down, her head, um, her jaw is clenched, and through- and through those clenched teeth, she says, Honey, I don't think you're in any place to be calling us dogs.
1: He's forgotten about me, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just- I'm out of his sight. Please. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh gosh you're, you're freaking powers <laughs> uh, sure he has he has forgotten about you <laughs> um, uh... but he continues I have laid waste to armies I have claimed an entire nation for my country I will peel the flesh from your bones release me witch
3: uh so still hunched still gritted teeth she um gets this her eyebrows furrow up and she says oh no I I ain't letting you go I got you tighter than a rabbit in a bear trap
1: I'm gonna try to do it again could you for just for uh variety, could you could you do a different thing to him? Yes. <laughs> like you're like could you're shove so...
0: something different up his ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been... no, no more shoving of the ass please. <laughs> but you so <laughs> you like you did a thing and it was like, ah, that didn't work. So like then yeah, you did take another approach. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the boys and it's like you kill soup like strong people by getting their insides. And I don't know.
3: I <laughs> what guess... about the what about the sword? cuz didn't uh what's his bucket have a sword?
1: Uh, would it work though? Is it Pin Dragon does have Excalibur. Okay. Oh man, yeah, uh I mean, it is uh if that's loose, can I grab it and try to uh, uh uh yeah, bring it down onto his head. Yeah, excellent. You you rush over to Pin Dragon's body, stepping over Lady Crawler you grab the hilt of excalibur and you go to yank it up it doesn't move oh crap you put both Morris. hands on it and you pull it and then in the next panel we see just the tip of the blade stuck into the stone beneath it and as you know only the future king of england can pull this sword from its stone Gosh, darn it i am far from royalty uh <laughs> I'm like looking at Crystal Gazer like behind uh, Uberman, like <laughs> I don't, like waving his hands, like I don't know what to do. <laughs> we have we have a sh- a panel of like Crystal Gazer and then Superman, or Superman, and then Uberman, and then behind him, just like in the far distance, just like waving frantically. Omission. Oh, all right, he's gonna get his knife, and I don't know. He's going to try to, like, come up behind and just, like, send the knife right into his eye. Okay. Uh, let's do another... Uh, I guess let's do another take the risk. Or take a risk. Or maybe a grenade uh, in the eye. Hmm. And and again, this is rolling with Smash. <sighs> okay, all right, come on. Ah. Oh, f- I got a six a six okay so that is going to be a failure uh unless you burn a bond to step it up uh I'll I'll burn (laughs) Crystal Gazer's bond (laughs) okay (laughs) putting putting stress on Crystal Gazer's relationship with you okay so you you come up behind him you go to stab him in the eye uh with your blade um, all I can think of is the Superman return scene, where like the bullet just yeah, like crumbles like, against his eye; it bends <laughs> and snaps. Yeah. So, you go to stab him in the eye, and as you go to stab him in the eye, is going to like jostle him just enough that like he lets out a blast of his heat vision directly at Crystal Gazer. Oh. Crystal Gazer is going to have to mark a condition, or you can mark a stress.
3: I can mark a stress, or... Uh, om- no, omission yeah. can mark a
1: stress. Uh, I'm not gonna mark a stress. I feel stressed enough okay. already. Okay, so you run up behind him, like you, you grab a fistful of his coiffed black hair in your fist, and you come around and just jab him in the eye. It jostles him just enough, The heat blast shoots out. Crystal geyser. Please mark a condition.
3: I don't know which one makes sense. Uh, Let's see.
1: Guilty because you haven't saved me yet. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, I don't know if angry. You already have
1: afraid.
3: I already have afraid from um. I mean,
1: hopeless may be good (laughs) because.
3: yeah i mean because it's taken everything she's got and then she just got blasted with fire yeah.
1: with heat and like your only attack right now is a regular guy yeah <laughs> that, that's regular guy go <laughs> yeah, that's my power uh, like in this instance yeah. <laughs> it's just a d- so so we have a panel of like his heat vision shooting out and it's just like Cyclops unleashing, like, the full grunt of his blast, just like, this full red cone blasting. Uh, Crystal Gazer jumps to the side as it obliterates the behind her. There's a plume of smoke and dust and debris all around you, and then it clears, and serendipitously, the artist has drawn Omission and Crystal Gazer, like, right next to each other, like, uh, like, sprawled out on the ground, or maybe Inish- Omission is kneeling down, holding, like, the red hot metal of his pocket knife and then as the smoke clears we just see like ubermensch standing in between both of you looking down at you he says you are dead we turn the page and little yellow box says a few miles southwest of there and a few hundred feet up in the air we see the Luftwaffe screeching. We see like smoke coming off of one. Uh, because Torchbearer has been fighting these things, like, time hasn't been standing still. Like, he's been in active combat with these. Uh, these Luftwaffe airplanes up above the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, Torchbearer,
2: how is it going? He looks tired, and kind of frustrated. These things are a lot quicker than he expected them to be. He's been making progress, but it hasn't been as quick as he wants. Okay, and uh what is he gonna do? The only thing he knows how to do is just keep fighting. He wants to keep Okay he wants to keep uh, keep trying to if he can't like just destroy them, at least do his best to dissuade them in some way from continuing this assault.
1: Yeah. Uh I guess we could roll a seize control if you're trying to like seize control of the airspace.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, So roll... Well, I guess, narratively, how are you trying to do this? How are you trying to
2: seize control of the air? I think it would be sufficient for Torchbearer if he could just keep them from, like, get in the way of their fire. And, like, if they're throwing bombs, or if they're dropping bombs on this destroyer that he's trying to protect, especially the one with Sister Stolzis on it, he's, like putting himself in like, these shields in between uh, the fire, and he's, like, trying to catch the bombs and, like, throw them back up at the mm. planes as they fly by, just trying to mitigate as much damage coming towards the destroyer or the, this battleship as much as possible.
1: I think this would be rolling with protect. I roll a seven. A seven. All right, so choose one. You seize control over what was contested, but your opponent attacks you in retaliation, you enter into a combat exchange. Or you seize control over what was contested, but the effort exhausts you, mark a condition.
2: I want to say angry, I want to say Okay.
1: (laughs) He's getting angry. Yeah, so go ahead and mark angry. Uh, So Phil, describe for us how does Torchbearer uh, win the skies and push the Luftwaffe back.
2: Like I said before, it's like a longer and harder fight than he was hoping it would be, and he takes a lot of punishment from the like this engaging in these dogfights. They're able to like come at him and from different angles that he can't account for, and like while he's while he's trying to uh, like protect an angle from one of these jets, he's getting attacked from another angle. And it's just very frustrating, but eventually. He, He's able to to grab one of these jets as it's flying by, he, like grabs it by the tip of its wing, and kind of spins around in a cyclone and tosses it into another jet as it swoops by, kind of causing them to collide into each other and explode.
1: I like it. Uh, yeah, so we, we have that, that scene and then we just have a panel of like, Torchbear with his just torn up Burnt costume just kind of Hovering in midair with like the cape Kind of dramatically fluttering Behind him Uh, And then we turn the page and we go back to that Destroyer uh, That Sister Solstice is on Who is currently disguised As Sergeant Daniels uh, A boyish soldier Uh, And I think last time We left you you had grabbed a Aircraft gun on the Uh on the destroyer and was shooting at the the airplanes up above you, but they have, they've gone away. Uh, So what, what were you doing as Torchbearer was like waging this combat against these planes?
0: I think she was just kind of like, because again, all this is still new to her. She's a 13 year old girl. Um, So she was just kind of watching the whole thing. Like almost like for lack of a 1940s comparison in this moment, like, a guy watching a video game cutscene kind of thing <laughs> like she's just like watching it all play out in front of her and like she's like what is my role in all of this like what what do i have to offer yeah so
1: definitely yeah um and i think the all these soldiers are standing around you and also mm-hmm. watching this this spectacle even in the midst of warfare like seeing a superhero fight a squadron of Luftwaffe airplanes is, is something to behold. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah, you're, you're watching this go on and, uh, I mean, is it safe to say that you're feeling a little insecure?
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, I think that's just kind of the state of 13 year olds, but, (laughs) but definitely in this, in this moment. Yeah,
1: sure. Uh, so, as you're watching this, uh, why don't you go ahead and mark uh, Insecure?
0: Oh, man. I <laughs> walked into that one.
1: <laughs> and uh, are you doing anything else? You um. you know, Torchbearer is fighting those. There's still uh, a battle happening on Sicily. Uh, and before they left, Crystal Gazer sent you and Torchbearer mental messages saying they were going to Lakata. To help the British superheroes out,
0: but like I'm stuck on this ship right now. You are right?
1: stuck on. You are stuck in the Mediterranean Sea on this battleship. Um, and oddly enough, you are a witch that does not have a broom.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't really know what my options are. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could jump off and hamster wheel my way. <laughs>
1: you could or sure. you could try to roll a push and try to take like a broom that's on the deck or something and use it like make it your flying broom
0: what would i be what would the modifier be for that
1: you would just roll okay. 2d6 it would just be push
0: okay yeah i guess i'll try the um broom push thing
1: okay so you're gonna try to push a broom um,
0: I'd prefer a push broom. <laughs>
1: okay. So first let's decide, is this simple, difficult, or borderline?
0: Um, Maybe borderline, because like, I haven't necessarily done it before with brooms out in the sea kind of thing. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, uh,
1: but I mean like, I mean, you, doing I it know. now is going to be difficult for you because it's new. Right. But like, once you've done it, Because when I think of witches, I think like. Yeah. I
0: mean, once I've done it, it's going to be simple. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think this is a simple. Okay. Because I think it's not going to require a ton of your concentration to do in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, So if this is simple, if you do not roll well, you will take one stress. Um, So go ahead and roll 2d6 plus nothing.
0: got a six A
1: six all right do you want to burn a bond to step that up or do you accept the the zero through six uh
0: i guess i accept the zero through six
1: okay so go ahead and mark an achievement okay so on a zero through six you take stress as per the seven through nine move. so you're also going to take one stress
0: mm-hmm.
1: all right so uh the the battleship was heavily damaged by the bombing uh, it's currently taking on water, and you hear some voices screaming, We gotta take her back to port! Take her back to port! And the battleship starts turning and going away from Sicily. Oh, crap. I am uh, doing a hard move to separate you from the rest of your players. Oh, uh, no, but I'm so, little! Yes, you little girl are going back to North Africa on a uh, wounded battleship. Hello, friends, and welcome to the mid-roll section of Season 1, Episode 6 of Tales to Inspire. I'm your host, David White. And hey, I just had some housekeeping stuff to go over with you before we get back to the episode. So why don't you grab that chair right here, pull it up to the desk, uh, and we're just going to go over some stuff together. Um, Hey, show notes. Let's get to those. Uh, We have a shop. You might not know this, but we do have a merch store on our site. If you go to misconceptionspod.com... backslash shop backslash what's the what's the one where it like starts on the left but then goes up to the right is that a forward slash i don't i don't know it's a slash it's a slash thing and it says shop in the middle um but if you go to that uh page you are going to see that we have a lot of new items available on our online store such as which might interest you such as a tails to inspire trucker hat a tails to inspire t-shirt And if you've been a fan of our shows for a while, we also have a Misconceptions poster, we have a Sins of the Father poster, and we have our cool Misconceptions cross Sins of the Father poster. that was uh, to commemorate our anniversary. We had Arthur Tien, the talented artist behind uh, Monster Prom uh, designed it for us, and it is so gorgeous, y'all. Uh, but we have some other items on there. We have some joggers with our Podcast Network logo. We have an embroidered patch that you can sew on or iron on. I think it's both. I think you can sew it or iron it on uh, to whatever you want to iron it on to. But we have a lot of cool new items available for you. and. Of course the proceeds from these go to support us so that we can afford to pay for new art we can afford to uh, get new items in our store um, so it would really be cool if you could go check out some of that uh, merch at our store and also let us know what kind of merch you would like to see I mean right now Tales to Inspire is in its infancy. Uh, we have just barely begun to scratch the surface of Season 1. So uh, let us know what sort of merch you would like to see for Tales to Inspire. Or if you have uh, you know, other shows that you like, like Sins of the Father or Misconceptions, let us know what kind of merch you would like to see for those shows. Uh, and you know, speaking of supporting us... We have a Patreon. Right now, we are trying to get to $500 a month on our Patreon. Now, as is the you know the life cycle of a Patreon-supported show, we've actually lost some pledges. Uh, we are lower today than we were two weeks ago when I recorded show notes, so we're getting farther away from where we should be going. So I really want to be able to afford to pay our editors. Uh, myself, for Tales to Inspire and the work I do here, putting all the sound effects and ambiance in and the music, and for Marlo, who's a voice of Crystal Gazer, but she also does a ton of work on Sins of the Father, making that show sound extremely good. I would love it if I, would, if I could have the ability to pay Marlo for all the hard hours she puts in to making that show. So, if you like our show... If you like Sins of the Father, if you like the vibe we got going on here, I don't know why that, I don't know. Uh, But anyways, if you like our show, um, just go to our Patreon and give any amount. The $1 amount, the $2 amount, the $5 amount, any one of those amounts. It's not a lot for you each month, but it is a lot for us. One, it's a morale boost, you know. We see people like, hey, the people like our show, but also every little bit counts towards getting us to our next goal. So if you are a fan of our show, if you really like us, please consider giving to help us grow and get better and to be able to afford to pay our cast even more than what they're getting paid now. Uh, And you know what? While we're talking about Patreon, I should give a shout out to our newest patron, this shout-out goes to David Haykilla. I actually don't know if that's how you pronounce the name. It could be... It's H-E-I-K-K-I-L-A. So it's probably like killer, Hey killer. But I like saying, hey, Uh I don't know. That just sounds fun. But David, you have a wonderful first name. You have a very cool last name. And you're even cooler now because you are a patron of the Tales to Inspire network. Nope, that's not who we are. We're the Misconceptions Podcast Network here folks. Uh but David does get to listen to the first 10 episodes of Tales to Inspire. Wow. Could you imagine being able to listen to the outcome of this fight in this episode, and then being able to listen to even more episodes, because each episode just gets more and more exciting, and the characters are just building and growing, and these relationships are so fascinating, and their powers, and... Well, I guess if you wanted to know more, you could give to us on Patreon. It would really help us out. Anyways, that's enough out of me. Let's get back to the episode. I hope that you enjoy the rest of it. And I think we immediately go into combat exchange. Woo! So, you two, would you like to discuss or reveal what you want to do? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, you know what? Advanced attack. I'm not going to go down like a bitch. I mean, I might, but... <laughs> Alright. Advance and attack from a mission, okay?
3: Yeah, I think I'm gonna go oh, that old advance and attack as well, even though I have afraid.
1: I do, at least you got powers! <laughs> Fun fact, Ubermensch is also choosing to advance and attack.
2: Oh, so snap. So you are all okay.
1: advancing and attacking at the same time, which means <laughs> you're technically all gonna go at the same time, but heroes get to go
2: first. Oh, so, oh thank god just turned into the the opening of the x-men cartoon uh all right i'll
1: go ahead uh so yeah i am uh like he'll flip up um and uh undo like the suspenders on his shoulders as they go slack uh against him his like body covered in bruises and dust as he kind of just like Gets his pocket knife uh, in his hand and flips a little bit and like I right, you Nazi bitch let's do this. Ah oh, man, okay I got a, a six. Oh man, okay. So can I you... continue burning my relationship? With? Um, I mean, you you definitely can. It's is just going to if you keep burning, it's going to come to a scene. Uh, and there will there will be fallout and probably stress and conditions will be inflicted uh, as you and Crystal Gazer's relationship go sour. Yeah, I I, I think i am gonna I'm gonna burn it. I'm gonna I'm gonna burn it again, so that's three out okay. of four. To step it up to a seven through nine. So on a seventh or nine you're gonna get to choose one of those. Uh, so do you strike, pressure, or smash? I'm gonna strike. Okay? So, you're going to force them to take two stress, mark a condition, or lose an advantage. They get to choose. Or, you can mark a stress to instead uh, force them to mark two stress or inflict a condition. So what do you choose? Uh, I am going to mark a stress. Okay, you're going to mark a stress and you're going to force them to take two stress or mark a condition. Uh, mark a condition, right? Because when his conditions are filled up, he's out. Is that, like, the my understanding yes. of it? Okay, then yeah. Alright, so, uh, what does it look like? What do you do? <sighs> yeah, so, uh, I think, um... Okay, I... Uh, yeah, I, I think, like, he's pissed at Crystal Gazer because, like he's used to being alone and when he's alone he can get out of a situation right he doesn't have to be here he could just run away uh and he'd be fine but he has to stay because of crystal gazer um because he feels like you know he can't just leave her behind uh so he's he kind of gets up and he's like god damn it crystal gazer Uh, as he, you know, he undoes the strap on his suspenders and, uh, he just goes for the, the, the gut stab, um, against the Ubermensch. Yeah, and I think can I add in
3: a little flavor on that though? Because like maybe he doesn't even say it. Maybe he just thinks it, and she's so out of it because of the blast and getting hit that she's not blocking out his like Mm. yeah feelings and emotions and thoughts. And she gets it, and so she's like, "You jerk."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I like it. Uh, And then Crystal Gazer, what do you do?
3: I'm going to grab. Um, a ruined vehicle that is nearby. Nothing bigger than like a, I think I said a set of truck or something like that. Like a regular mm-hmm. pickup truck. Um, and I'm going to toss it at him.
1: Okay. Uh, roll plus smash. Let's see how well you do. <laughs> I like, I stab him and you throw a whole bus at him. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Okay. So uh seven through nine, you get to choose one. Do strike, pressure, or smash. Uh let's see. Um
3: so I can make him mark a condition?
1: Uh you could. If you want to spend a stress.
3: What happens when I get to all the way up on stress again?
1: Uh whenever you get all the way up on stress, you're not you're not out, but then whenever you would mark stress, you mark a condition. Uh, oh, and whenever okay. you have all your conditions, yeah, whenever you have all your conditions marked, you're out.
3: Okay, it's so... like baseball.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five, five conditions and you're out, just like baseball. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you're depressed and angry. You're out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't want to do that because I'm already pretty high. I have four stress marked. Yeah. Um so yeah I think I'm going to go with the pressure. Um is there a specific set of approaches I can choose from or is it just Yeah you know. can
1: you can choose he can't do defend and maneuver, he can't do advance and attack or he can't do evade and observe.
3: I'm going to go with advance and attack. You got to okay. stop this man from attacking.
1: <laughs> okay, so you you throw the car at him. There is this explosion of steel and rivets and oil uh, and, of course, fire. Um, and then coming through all of that is a fist. And it slams right into Crystal Gazer's gut. Oh. Crystal Gazer, he is using his super punch, which is an advanced technique. And you have to mark two conditions. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. son of a
3: bigot. <laughs> um, that ain't good. That ain't good, folks. Uh, no, that's not. Uh, I'm going to mark angry okay. and insecure.
1: Okay. We're all yeah, insecure. So his- his fist slams into your gut, and I think it's the superhero thing where, like, you skid back a few feet. Uh, and he's standing there, his outfit kind of torn and burning a little bit, uh, his eyes still glowing red with rage. That combat exchange is over. Uh, before we turn the page, do y'all do anything, or do you jump right back into another combat exchange? Uh,. Yeah, just we're hopping back in. I mean, this doesn't end until he's down.
3: I'm not gonna run, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not. T- I'm not coming head on to that guy anymore. <laughs> I'm going head on with that guy.
1: Okay, then we're gonna turn the page.
3: Woo-hoo.
1: We turn the page back to the open air over the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, torchbearer, you are standing there victorious against the Luftwaffe, uh, and you see the destroyer that you were protecting
2: is heading back south. Yeah. uh, Torchbearer's kind of floating there in midair after everything. is kind of... You can see his fist is shaking the the tension of squeezing it. And then he notices out of his periphery that the Destroyer's kind of going back out to sea. And I have to swing by and pick her up.
1: Okay, so you you alight on the, the deck of the, the destroyer. almost said star destroyer. <laughs> These stormtroopers, open up fire on you. Get him!
4: Wait <laughs> a <laughs> minute.
1: This is the There he is. Blast him. That's what it is. Thank you, Phil. I appreciate your friendship and your knowledge of quotes. Your friendship and your appreciation is reciprocated. Thank you. You alight on the deck of this destroyer. Uh and the, the soldiers are, like, applauding oh, you, clapping yeah. you on the back. Uh, you know, their word bubble's like, you get them. they for Philly, for America. Uh, America needs our help. And uh, you're scanning, looking for, for Sergeant Daniels. Sergeant Daniels, where are you at? You were trying to get this broom to fly, and it's, it's not working, so I'm, where does Torchbearer find you?
0: I'm, like... I'm on the deck or whatever, but I'm like over there and I look like I have a broom and I'm like trying to get it to work. So it looks like maybe I'm like trying to clean, but like mm-hmm. that of course doesn't make sense in this moment. But it, yeah, I'm messing with a broom like over off to the side. Okay. Like, like go web, go. Like,
1: <laughs> fly broom, fly.
0: Right. I'm trying all the tricks and then it's not working.
1: Yeah. Uh, Torchbearer, you see Sergeant Daniels with a broom over on the uh, the aft side Dang, of the deck. Flinging,
0: flinging, broom.
2: You almost had it this time.
0: And then she turns and realizes that it's you. Oh.
2: Just keep trying. I think you can get it.
0: Can she try it one more time?
1: Ooh, please roll a push. She's getting new dice.
0: Snake eyes. Really, really, really. I can't make this stuff up. Come on now.
2: <laughs> I shouldn't. Have Do
1: helped. you want to burn a bond to make it a seven through nine?
0: Um, can I burn a uh, burn a bond with Mother Midnight? Okay. Because she didn't let me fly a broom in the house, <clears throat> and I'm resenting that now because I haven't had enough practice.
1: Sure, sure. So you're blaming your mom. She didn't let you fly a broom. Yes. Uh, In the house. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah, go ahead and step that bond clock with Mother Midnight forward. Uh, And you roll a seven through nine, which means you will take one stress. But, oh, and uh, you don't get to add this to your power profile. But you do have a flying broom that will now get you to Lakata. Whoop, whoop. That would have been such a cool thing to add to your profile.
0: Yeah. yeah. Gotta keep working on that.
1: Eventually. Maybe when she levels up, she can choose a new power. <laughs> Flying broom. So, uh, Sister Solstice, uh, how does this look? You you get the, the broom to fly. What it look like?
0: Um, It's a lot like starting a lawnmower. No. <laughs> you just... <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 quite the image um, if I were to witch I'd use she, a weed eater <laughs> <laughs> she like she straddles the broom one last time and she's like she closes her eyes and she focuses on her breathing and she says you've gotta do this you've gotta do this for all the witches in the coven.
1: And then I think you had your eyes closed as you were doing that. And then when you open them, we see a panel of you sitting or straddling the broom and it's hovering off the ground uh, right next to Torchbearer.
2: Eyes wide. I knew you could do it. How about we go help our friends? Let's go. Okay
3: please help us
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then Torchbearer and uh, a man in fatigues flying on a broom take off of this destroyer and fly towards Sicily and I think two soldiers that were nearby kind of watch it watch y'all both go off and says hey did that old boy just get on a broom and fly off with a superhero I think he did nah he's
3: lying I
1: wish it would happen to me (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) And you then see them just, like,
3: grab brooms and they're, like, <laughs> trying to jump. Yeah. Through.
1: Yeah, right. they were currently in the process of swabbing the deck. Yeah. And like, Private. they look at their mops and, like, nah, it probably won't work. Yeah. Private Tennessee and Corporal Kentucky. <clears throat> you got it. There they are. <clears throat> they're named NPCs now. They're important. Man, I wish I could fly a broom. I wish I could fly a broom I fly a broom real good I'll tell you this I fly a broom, I fly a broom right now right, right now the amount of times my mom got after my butt <laughs> with a broom you, you bet my ass is familiar with a broom I fly we turn the page from Corporal Kentucky and General Louisiana I can't even remember what their names were Private Tennessee Private Tennessee uh, we turn the page back to Lakota and we're going right back into a combat exchange yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. All right. Uh Ubermensch cannot choose an advance and attack uh this turn. Uh, so he has chosen something else. What will you two choose? Advance and attack. Okay. You're
3: gonna, we're going to we're going to go with evade and observe.
1: Okay. Uh, evade and observe. So, Ubermensch chose uh def What's it called? Uh, defend and maneuver uh, and he is going to choose retaliate uh, so for each time a foe inflicts stress or condition in this combat exchange uh, he will inflict one stress on that foe so uh, you you have both been battering him you threw a car at him he is standing ready not ready to advance an attack but he is ready to deflect your blows if you should come for him uh omission you're next you're rolling an advance and attack so roll plus smash oh man okay come on I hope I don't have to burn another (laughs) Uh. okay okay uh that is a nine a nine okay so you get to choose one what do you choose Uh, I am going to mark a stress and give him a condition. Mark a stress and give him another condition. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then I mark another stress because I gave him something, right? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, I'm up to four. You're up to four? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you... Describe for me, what do you do? And he will retaliate against you. (laughs) So, uh... he, He moves forward and, um uh after seeing him like uh, uh, punch um uh crystal gazer uh he goes up with a just a knee kick right into the groin of this guy like it's obvious that like omission fights very dirty um uh-huh. so he just goes for like every weak spot as he like Kicks him in the nuts and then like uh, tries to punch his eyes or box oh. his ears. Like it's it's very like lowbrow, uh, yeah. dishonorable fighting. Definitely, uh, yeah. So you you knee him in the groin and he comes back across your neck with a backhand that just <laughs> knocks you to the ground, uh, yeah. and you you take that one stress. So now you're at five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh oof. Alright, and then over to Crystal Gazer for evade and observe. Go ahead and roll plus investigate.
3: Uh let's see, I rolled a seven.
1: A seven? Okay. Did you did you add any minuses for conditions?
3: Oh wait, yeah, I don't oh, think there are any.
1: Uh, Avedi- oh, there is one too. Avedi- oh no,
3: so you're right. So then it's five. <clears throat> oh, Oof. No.
1: Okay, so you don't get to do anything unless you want to burn a bond. <laughs> burn it! We don't like each other anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think um, while she's while she's doing her task, before, right before she does it she laughs as omission gets hit because she thinks it's funny because it's like this is all be- this is like this is somehow my fault that's funny and it's funny because you're getting your ass whooped even though it's my fault that's her laugh that's what her laugh
1: means oh my uh-huh. god I hate her <laughs> I'm here because of you I don't want to be funny oh <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
3: Uh-huh. Uh, and then um, since I'm doing Invade and Observe
1: uh uh-huh, and you um, get to choose one of those since you technically rolled a 7 through 9
3: um i'm gonna i'm gonna clear a stress i'm gonna catch my breath and clear a stress that laugh <laughs> it's a uh, little it's me less catching stressed. my breath clearing a okay. stress laughing in a shitty time <laughs> we'll nothing better you're
2: blessed to be stressed
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm mm-hmm okay uh so step that stress back by one and also step your bond clock forward with omission uh, a lot of stress is being put on your relationship <laughs> in this fight it has I don't think we're gonna make it I think our <laughs> romance isn't gonna happen like it's and, gonna yeah, happen. yeah. yeah. <laughs> this this romance plot is definitely uh-huh. will they won't they they ain't. they ain't. they will not <laughs> Uh, it's like, in, no,
3: end. it's gonna be enemies who are actually into each other. There you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Torpedoes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, that's the end of a combat exchange. Uh, you're standing in the middle of this ruined city, uh, panting, belabored, Ubermensch still standing. Uh, <laughs> how much does he have left? Is he
3: dead yet? No. No! <laughs>
1: No, no. <laughs> uh, so what do y'all do? Uh, I mean, throw down. Like, can, I can't escape. Not with Crystal <laughs> Gazer here. Do you, Do you parlay? Do you share words, or do you just slug it out? Uh, I'm just like, I I, I I look at him and I, I say, no matter what happens, I hope you know that you're about to get your ass kicked by a normal guy. <laughs> and by, no, by someone no one will remember. <laughs> no one will remember you. Because you will die and be buried here. Alright, let's do it, asshole. Another combat exchange. <laughs> yeah. you,
3: you just see Crystal Gazing the background. No, actually, it's a part of his powers. No yeah, one like, really yeah. ever can remember him. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's actually, a thing. Jokes on you. No one will remember
1: me anyway. <laughs> ha. <laughs> uh, Uberman has chosen. What do you two choose? Uh attack in advance. <laughs>
3: Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, evade and
1: observe. That's a wise move. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Ubermensch is also choosing advance and attack. My man. Uh, so Mitchell, you roll first, uh, roll plus smash. Please, please. Come on. Give me two sixes if you don't. I'm dead. Okay, 2-5, so that is an 11. That's an 11, alright. So you get to choose two of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, um... I I think, uh, the impress one. So the attack and impress. Okay, so you're gonna uh, strike? Yeah, so I'm gonna strike. I'm gonna spend a stress to give him a condition. Uh, so that puts me up at 5 um okay uh and you're doing the impress uh mm-hmm. or the pressure uh to make sure he yeah. cannot do a certain approach next exchange uh what is that approach um attack and defense or attack in advance i think attack in I advance. punching me again yeah. okay uh okay um, so he goes next with his advance and attack and because of the amount of conditions and stress you've marked him with he now gets to choose two options so he is again going to choose his super punch option uh and oh he just oh my god I want these powers <laughs> <He> <laughs> I <just> chose wrong <laughs> raises a fist up and lays it down into omission uh omission you are forced to take two conditions oh my god oh my god <laughs> it seems like it buckling down on the ground after like uh probably doing a uh, a full on like uh, his strike would have been like a, a a jump like two feet in his chest type of move mm-hmm. uh, and then as he's on the ground like maybe he like punches or kicks him so he goes flying uh, across to the building uh, nearby I like that and he kicks omission oh, omission oh, flies away uh what two conditions do you do you mark? Uh, hopelessness uh, and insecure okay and then with his second option he uh, will strike at crystal gazer uh, and he's going to spend a stress to force you to take your last condition Uh, so crystal gazer he he bats omission to the ground and just kicks him full force in the chest, sending him flying, and he looks at you with those red glowing eyes, shoots out heat vision, it just washes over you and you collapse to the ground, unconscious badly damaged
3: can't believe you've done this.
1: I can't believe you've done this uh, and then he turns and looks at you omission and he takes a step he takes another step and suddenly you hear the sound of rushing water and from up the street you see this tidal wave come rushing down the street it hits Ubermensch full-force and it hits you as well but it wraps around you and you also see like a tidal wave whip around Crystal Gazer as this wave carries you, feet, meters away from Ubermensch, the wave, the sentient wave, tucks into an alleyway, uh, and then as it reconstitutes itself, you see the dripping soggy bottle <laughs> bottle, body of Bristol Avon, uh, the, the last remaining boy. British superhero. Uh, And he is wearing his spy gear. He has, like, a a leather leotard that zips up. Obviously, like, some sort of scuba diver gear. Uh, But he constitutes himself, and you see he is ragged and hurt. Uh, And he looks at the two of you. Limey. How how are you two doing? (laughs) He's just going to, (laughs) like, cough, like, holding (coughs) his uh, probably broken ribs and bruised body. Like... Check on on Crystal, whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah, he he limps over to her, and she's just out of it. She is unconscious. You're in a bad way, mate. You have to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, there are more enforcements coming. There are ships coming from Italy. I tried to tried to keep them at bay, but there's too many of them. I then I returned here and saw the other two slain. They're dead. It's just us left, and we would have died too if... if you didn't come. You have to retreat. Tell the others to to get off the island. If they don't, Ubermensch will kill them. This will be a mass grave for all of us. I'll hold him off. You'll hold him off? You'll die, man. I can think of a no more fitting end for a superhero. Okay, whatever. Go. He, he taps you on the shoulder. Go. And uh, he does not go back the way he came. He limps past you down the alleyway onto a pier and he turns around at the end of the pier and gives you a limp salute. Uh, before he, he goes, uh, Omission will yell out What's your name Avon Bristol Avon and then he falls backwards into the water. Uh, he'll get up and like pick up uh, crystal uh over his like just firemen pick her up and start heading out trying to find a vehicle to to get out of here with yeah uh you you definitely find a vehicle she is slung over in the back seat you're driving away and i think we have a panel of omission like driving down the road going south back toward the allied encampments and we see just this huge tidal wave of water rising up out of the mediterranean sea uh and we see uh in the next panel we see ubermensch standing in this desolated city with his eyes going red. The tidal wave comes towards him. He unleashes a burst of heat vision. And there's just this eruption of steam. And then we turn the page to your vehicle trundling down the road. uh, And Torchbearer and Sister Solstice, you spot Omission and Crystal Gazer in this... A uh, jeep going back towards uh,
2: where y'all came from. Torchbearer kind of flies down next to the jeep and kind of stands on the outside of it and just kind of holds on to like a, a luggage rack on the top and just kind of talk inside through the window. What happened?
1: Everyone's dead. The British supers are dead. Avian's dead. The Ubermensch attacked us. We couldn't get away, and uh, I think Crystal Gaither, she's okay, but she got wrecked up. Something fierce. No.
2: I'm sorry. I I got here as quick as I could. Um. Let's get out of here.
1: Where Where were you during this
2: whole thing? You're fighting the Luftwaffe. Defending the troops.
1: A lot of good troops died.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they did.
1: You mind driving? I'm kind of tired. Sure. Scooch over. And he'll go back in the back seat after, like, stopping the car and just, like, pass out sister soul sister are you doing anything
0: um i think you know while they were chatting she was still just kind of like hovering in the air above all of it not necessarily like hearing all of the conversation the brief conversation but then when she sees that um torchbearer is gonna get in the jeep um she's gonna um lower like all the way down and like keep the broom with her um but she's gonna get in the jeep as well if there's space for her
1: okay I think the next panel we see are the heroes and troops and tanks loaded up in those same barges that brought them to the beach, uh, retreating. Uh, and we see uh, trails of dust and dirt coming up as panzer tanks and German half tracks are trundling across Sicily to the beach. Uh, and we see them dotting the horizon. Uh, a, a threat to you if you try to invade Europe again and we see Ubermensch hovering uh, up over Sicily looking out over the Mediterranean Sea uh, just watching you as you retreat and almost I think we see the four of you maybe lock eyes with him a foreshadowing of a conflict that will one day have to be resolved But for now, as the words in the corner say, will need to be continued. End of episode. Guys, we made it! We won! Losing with style. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Tales to Inspire. We'll be back with our next episode on September 5th. If you have social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Like and follow us at Misconceptions Pod for up-to-date information about the show, behind-the-scenes pictures, and just to show us your general positive feelings about the show. We also have a Discord. You can click the link below to join our Discord so that you can chat with other friends of the show and chat with other cast members directly. We also have an email. If you would like to contact us that way, you can email us at MisconceptionsPod at gmail.com. This show is fully supported by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon. If you would like to join that elite group of supporters and gain access to exclusive content, please consider joining our Patreon. The tells to Inspire theme song was composed by Esteban Del Pino. You can find out more about his music on fiverr.com slash iam underscore w-a-k-e. Omission was played by Mitchell Wallace, who can be found at Mitch Bustillos on Twitter. Crystal Gazer was played by Marlo Bogus, who can be found at Marlo Bogwitch on Twitter. Torchbearer was played by Phil Montgomery, who can be found at BMC Philanthropy on Twitter. Sister Solstice was played by Carrie White, who hates Twitter and refuses to get one. And I'm David White your editor-in-chief. You can find me at Mr. Bananasocks on Twitter. The role-playing game system used in this production was a modified version of the Worlds in Peril role-playing game by Sam Joko Publishing, featuring elements from the Avatar Legends role-playing game and Masks, a new generation role-playing game, both by Magpie Games. Tales to Inspire is a product of the Misconceptions Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and buy cool merch at misconceptionspod.com. And that's it for this week's episode of Tales to Inspire. Thank you so much for listening. And keep it nerdy, y'all.